Okay, hello, happy New Year's Eve from Sack King's Therapy. You are on episode 150, well, Jesus Christ, 149. I'm already out of it. Uh, it was not a good game to watch. I'll just, we'll just start with that. Um, of course, to break down the episode with me um, about the Mavs game we just watched, uh, Fong is here. Oh, oh, yeah, I missed the first Mavs game, which I wish I saw that Metsu free, to be honest. Yeah, you were a busy boy, but aren't you glad you managed to catch this one? Uh, no. Let's just say no. It, it was god-awful. Well, um, I guess I, I'm in luck. It'll, honestly, I'm, I'm actually fearing what's going to happen to me because I managed to watch the first Mavs game and Mavs actually missed the first half of this, which was a roller coaster to say the least. So I missed the first half. So I'm actually going to have Fong actually just quickly recap what happened in the first half for you guys. All right, then. So pretty much in the first quarter, we get the offense rolling. Tyrese and Fox really got the offense uh, going. Uh, Tyree starts with a couple frees himself, and there was a play where Fox uh, got pretty good uh, two setups for Buddy, where Buddy got to a good mid-range, open mid-range, and there was a fast break, uh, you know, uh, bucket from uh, Fox to Buddy, and pretty much at that point, it was a 30-22 score. Uh, Kings were up, but you know... After that, Dallas really drew those fouls to stop our runs, especially KP, because, you know, yeah, I mentioned during the game where KP just flops all around just to, you know, stop our runs. But, you know, we got to get past that. We got to go get the kill right there and then, right? So, you know, at that, at that point, our defense kind of starts to dwindle. And, you know, Brunson and KP is guys that for some reason we can't really guard against so we just gotta give up those buckets so ending the first quarter uh between fox and halburn they had 16 points and nine assists where halburn had six points and six assists uh going on to the second quarter you know our defense just got worse so like someone needs to guard the paint then someone needs to guard the perimeter it's either we collapse in the perimeter or we collapse in the paint <laughs> so there's always someone open whether it's in the paint or you know just an open three for some reason so you know in this quarter uh tyrese is continuing his uh pretty good uh you know uh offensive run you know personal offensive run uh we don't really see too many assists from him uh this quarter so there's that uh again Dallas really selling those fouls uh halfway through the quarter we had to take out Damian Jones because he had three fouls already against KP uh Dallas pretty much went on the I put down here a 12-4 run in four four minutes 14 seconds but you know that drought pretty much continued throughout the rest of the quarter uh and you know we had a pretty much 11 team fouls versus Dallas's six fouls and ended that quarter with uh, Dallas leading 28 points that quarter and, you know, Kings with 17. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to say something to transition, but okay, just oh, dead, dead transition. Okay, just... Very dead, yeah. Just, yeah, <laughs> just a behind-the-back pass that just went just went out of nowhere. Um, pretty much how the Kings were Went out of bounds. 
yeah. Uh, anyway, so I didn't get to catch this first half, as I mentioned. So I, I did manage to get right back in the third quarter. And it started out well. The Kings, they, they, they tied up the game after being down eight. Uh, and then, I mean, things were looking good. I was, you know, getting hyped. Oh, maybe I'm going to get to see a good game. But then things kind of start to unravel a little bit. Um, Mavs, um, they get to stop. Um, Kings kind of just miss, miss shots. And I shit you not, two straight possessions, um, which actually led to a third. Basically, two straight possessions. Dwight Powell just got an open dunk each time. And you, you look, and I try to rewind and just look at what happened. It was just like simple mis- miscommunications, but then it kept happening, and then it just kept happening. <laughs> and then I think I, I didn't, I didn't chart every single possession, but basically that kind of sparked it. Basically, in the midst of that run, when Dwight Powell was getting wide open dunks, Kings went on a really, really bad uh, scoring drought. And it basically just never stopped. This, so this is the number. So this is what I wrote down. N- starting from 919, the Kings, or let me see, let me see what the bucket was. Give me a second. I should, should have. So uh, Tyrese hits a three. That is the only field goal the Kings would make for the next seven minutes until 202, when Damian Jones gets a gets a wide open alley oop. In the midst of that, the only two points that the Kings scored was a Harrison Barnes was Harrison Barnes hitting two free throws. Now, if you include the free throws in there, technically there was a 318 um, 318 period where they didn't score, and a four minutes and one second run where they did not score. So, like, basically that was where the game, of, of course, was lost because the like the Kings basically let their offense just you know, seep, in, seep into their uh, defense where w- when they miss shots, they get a little demoralized. They kind of, you know, they, they have a, a, you know, about a second where they're kind of like, you know, a little angry that they loot, that they didn't make the shot. And then they just let the guy go in, you know, go on the other side, get an easy bucket. It just snowballed into an avalanche. And that was basically the game. Yeah, pretty much. And, you know, I went to search up, you know, the longest drought in a quarter uh in nba history and guess who it's the warriors who had the longest drought uh against and guess who it is dallas (laughs) apparently in april of this year um the warriors had a nine minute 38 second drought where they went zero for 18 and dallas scored i believe let's see ah man i had this uh 28 points so yeah apparently that's one of the longest scoring droughts in uh, according to espn almost a dozen years i'm not gonna go further than that because you know this is in recent memory for uh uh, for them so yeah i mean geez it's like i don't know what to say to be honest like what could have we done to stop this well, I, I know what they could have done. It's just—it's a matter if they're going to do it. But you know, <laughs> um, can you give me the date real quick for that for that uh, game? Let's see. Do you have the date? 
if you, if you don't have it handy, it's, it's fine. We, we, yeah. we'll, we'll look at it later. But basically, it was a long drought, and it kind of shows you the biggest issues with the Kings. The Kings just don't have that leader. Now, James, now I did, well, I didn't read the article yet, but I did see James Ham post an article after the uh, Metsu game winner. And basically, the idea of the article was that, you know, Fox um, Fox behind the scenes or even during uh, maybe even during the game basically told Metsu like to keep shooting like you're going to be open be ready for the shot and James Ham basically um, characterized that interaction as a sign of leadership you we always talk about the Kings like lacking the leadership and how Fox isn't that rah-rah leader but he's making the point that th there are different ways to lead you know you, you have De'Aaron's way, you have Harrison Barnes's way, lead by example. Um, De'Aaron's way is just kind of more quiet behind the scenes. Like you, you're pumping up the guy, like you're trying to get them to do more, empower them to do more. Like he, he even had, he, Tyrese even told, uh, told, or no, uh, Fox told Tyrese that uh, basically when Fox got back, he just told Tyrese, just keep doing what you're doing. I'll try and find a way to fit in. So that's leadership right there. But what the King now, like the Kings are, you know, as I just mentioned, they have leaders on this team, but they don't have that guy where, you know, you're, you're in the midst of a drought. You're in the midst of just God awful defensive breakdowns. Again, Dwight Powell got four, what felt like four straight dunks. I think it was three, but I know he got four dunks in that stretch, maybe not in a row, but you know there he got a lot he got way too many open dunks that's just three or four that's just that's game that's game changing and they just don't have that guy that just pulls them to the side grabs them by the arm and just says stop you all right you got it you got to do this you got to do this fox you got to stop allowing penetration marvin you got to communicate with rashad that of when to switch you, you got to squeeze you got to double something like and it just feels like they don't have that guy. Or maybe they do have that guy in Tristan Thompson. I don't know. Maybe Tristan is telling them to do it. And they're just not doing it. So the, if that's the case, you, you're going to have to change the players. It, you know, guys that can actually listen and execute the game plan. They just, it's, I don't know if it, so it's the case of maybe the chicken or the egg. And right now I'm probably leading more of the chicken in that there is, there just isn't that leader. It just seems. Like, I don't know, I don't know if Moe's doing it behind the scenes. I don't know if Tristan's doing it behind the scenes. Something isn't working. And it's time for a change, you know? Like, as I've said, you know, like the Kings need need a trade of some sort just to kind of shake this up. It's not working. Yeah, and to be honest, I wish it came sooner because this, it's just demoralizing for us to watch these kind of games. It, just for the Kings to end up like this because they played a really good first quarter and all of a sudden it just flops up nothing has changed and you know it just all falls apart every single time after you know the halftime break and I don't know why it's like what's what's going on in the locker room that doesn't justify us you know getting a game plan to go out back and trying to finish this game up like I mean, you, this is the kind of this is the kind of thing I've just never like. I've always like wanted to defend Luke Walton for this. Like it's, you can't do much when your players just come out flat. Like a lot of people, you know, back in the day, I'm not seeing it as much anymore. 
like they were saying what is Luke Walton doing doing in that doing in that huddle or like doing in the locker room why are these guys coming out flat why didn't he prepare these guys better well guess what he's gone now it's still the same shit so at a certain point, I mean, like, I mean, the, the fan base is turning on the players in some way. I mean, like, at least Twitter is. I don't know if the full fan base is. They're, I mean, they're not showing up to games as much anymore. That's, that says something. And it's just, you, you need a change. And, like, I'm not saying trade everybody, but you need to identify, like, you, you need to shake it up. And just hopefully it works, like... You know, of course, like, that's easy for me to say. Like, if you're Monty McNair, you need to be a little bit more surgical with your precision. Like, you got to identify the, the issues and you got to make make the right changes. And hopefully, like, this time around, they, he can make the right changes. We'll, we'll, see in the com- we'll see in the coming times. But this is, kind of, this is just an encapsulation of what's wrong with the Kings. Shut. You know, they rely a lot on their jump shot. They rely a lot on their offense. So they've actually dropped down to about, I think, 16th in offense last time I checked. So their defense has hilariously stayed, you know, 26th the entire year. But, like, their offense has dropped off. And that's kind of the change that's happened, you know, from the start. And, you know, it's kind of it's kind of corresponded with, you know, them going on this really big slide, unfortunately. And when shots just aren't going down for them, they let it just... They let it affect everything else, and it should not be that way. Like I don't know, if, I don't know if, if it is that rah-rah leader that gets everyone, you know, get everyone back on one track, or if it's just the players, just the their inability to like play together, and just maybe there's just something there. And <laughs> the point is, sorry to cut you off, but the point is, you know, enough is enough. And it's time for a change to quote the great Owen Hart. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, man, I mean, this game, most definitely, I wish we saw more Halburn. I mean, I feel like we say that every single podcast we do. But, you know, Halburn had a good uh, first half. It's just fell right off. No more Halburn plays. Uh, guys weren't hitting shots that Halburn sets up. Even Halburn, you know, kind of had to delve into the, you know, ISO play himself just to nothing makes up for it. And there's really not uh, that kind of guy that could, I don't know. Unfortunately, De'Aaron just was, De'Aaron is that guy, but he wasn't the guy this game. Like, he had 10 points no. in the first quarter, and that was it. That was it for the whole game. And, like, they're just, like, I mean, the, I mean, I mentioned to you while they were like while they were tied is that I I don't like that uh, Ty, Tyrese Halliburton only had seven shots at that point. He was six of seven, but I was like, he needs more shots. Yeah. Chemezi Metu should not have more shots than you. That's just that's just unacceptable. Like that that's <laughs> that's on the offense as well. The offense is a very egalitarian type offense where you know everyone kind of gets their own pick and roll. Everyone gets to create. And, you know, we don't have the roster for that. And, you know, you, you look at the Dallas offense, it's very kind of centric on Jalen Brunson and Kristaps uh, Porzingis. And, you know, I'm not saying the Kings should, like, model their offense like Dallas because, uh, because in reality it doesn't really work as well as people think. But, like, there needs to be a little bit more focus on trying to get De'Aaron going. Like, he ends up having to create just so much there's no one making it easy for him and as you know 
part of it again is the roster construction and you know you can blame part of it on coaching as well i don't know why mo harkless does, isn't getting minutes in this game or i don't is is terrence davis out all of a sudden again he's not even he's yeah. not even on the list anymore yeah he is out he has an injury which i forgot what they mentioned it as okay well okay so never mind i was gonna go off on that too but like you know, we don't have the roster to run Alvin's offense, and like maybe it just needs maybe different players would help in that department as well. But I don't love some, I don't love the offense a lot of the time. And you know, part of it is just, you know, again, like Fox had 14 shots. That's fine. I wish he actually took more. I know he shot three for 14. He needed more. I thought he just needs to fight through it. And there was just too many possessions where, again, somebody needs to grab him by the arm and says, you're the leader of this team. You need to get everyone back on track. And granted, you know, he had seven assists. You got to shout that out. But, like, he, he needs to do more. He's, he simply needs to. <sighs> yep. Sadly, that is the case. Okay. Well, that's kind of our summary of the game. I don't really have that much more to say. Um, K- KP, I'll, I mean, I'll give him his praises for this game. He was fine. He, like, I, I don't, like I said in last last podcast, I don't think he's a superstar. He's a good player. He's nowhere near a superstar. But Jalen Brunson, like, he, I wouldn't say he's a superstar. But, like, he's basically, you know, it's like, he's, ba- he's about seven or, like, He's about four trips to the free throw line from superstar. Honestly, like the guy gets to his spots and the guy is money for mid range. And like, you know, I hate I hate to say it like we wish like we as Kings fans wish De'Aaron played a little bit more like this. Where like when I talk about like a more centric offense around a De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Like a guy who's just relentlessly attacking, gets to his spot. And like, you're always afraid of him, like, you know, scoring instead of like, you know, standing around on the perimeter, just not being a threat when he doesn't have the ball or even when he has the ball, like he's not as aggressive. Like Jalen Brunson showed you a masterclass of what De'Aaron should be doing a little bit more of. Yeah, sadly, it's been actually quite a while since De'Aaron was kind of that player where people would be afraid of him. Uh, of him just driving I, I tend straight. to disagree just because like you know I, I get that you know he's had a stretch of bad games since coming back from COVID but before mm-hmm. coming back from COVID he was pretty damn good he was getting yeah. back on track mm-hmm. so like and that wasn't that long ago yeah I'll, I'll disagree with you on that point okay well I mean hopefully he gets back into shape in somewhat form and we'll see him more of the old deer but uh, as of right now yeah this game wasn't the game that i want to see to be honest and, as a and team. to be fair like again this goes back to the issue of just not hitting shots he had good looks he had he got to his mid-range he got to his floater but they just weren't going down this game mm-hmm. oh, and you know yeah. those shots go in it's a probably a different game but like again you can't let it just see you can't let that dictate if you play defense or not like when he wasn't scoring he was getting lit up by Jalen brunson like I, I was, I was even saying they need to bring just bring a Davion just to take him off of him. Like it was that bad. Like and you know it, it's unfortunate. Like you know when you're not scoring, find another, find other ways. And like De'Aaron has actually done a good job of that in the past, but like this game wasn't it. But like, you need to do more. Well, I guess we shall see in uh, Sunday's game. And this one is going to be against Miami. 
And you know, you want to guess the time again for the Miami game on Sunday? I believe it is three o'clock, right? Yeah, it's another three p.m. game. Oh, uh, by the way, Kyle Guy is on that team, so you know a little bit of a homecoming for Kyle Guy. Oh yeah, it will be interesting to see if he actually plays some uh, spot minutes or something. Yeah, wait. Let, let me let me just check their injury report real quick. Okay, but. While well, you check, uh, yeah, Terrence Davis did uh, or is out on a sore ankle, sore right ankle, I believe. And uh, the date that you uh, asked for about the Dallas versus Golden State game is actually, yeah, April 27th, 2021. 2021. So that was last season? Yes. Okay. Because, like, you said this year, for some reason, I just, like, huh? Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. When, when I saw the year, I'm like, it's still 2021. I mean, it, I mean it's confusing. I, I get it. Like, you know, that, I just was like, I don't remember this happening. Because, like, last season felt like, t- t- you know, a few years ago at this point. Like, time is passing by very slow in a way. Yeah. It's it's not quite 2022 yet. But by the time the episode posts, it probably will be. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, that is, according to ESPN, one of the longest droughts, you know, in quite a dozen years uh in terms of time but there has been longer droughts like in uh, tw- tw- uh 2009 uh cleveland cavaliers scored 29 and 0 against the bucks and there was another 20 and 0 where the new york knicks scored against the raptors in 2017 so yeah it's just the amount of time it took for the warriors to score in their drought was just quite a long time which is very comparable to what we saw today yep you you won't believe this so cow guy is getting legit minutes right now no uh, in way the, it is against houston like uh, okay. i mean they're pretty terrible like you want to guess how many points he has i guess say he has 15 points three assists in 15 minutes you're actually really close. You got to dial that up. That's that's King's legend Kyle Guy shooting six for eight, four for six from three with four assists, four three steals. That that's oh random for seventeen gosh. for seventeen points. Dang, so close. And how many minutes? In twenty minutes. Wow, he he got twenty minutes that game. I I imagine I imagine just because he's coming off the bench, he's they're gonna put Davion on him and he's gonna put him in the torture rack. So. I, I don't think he'll do that against us, but ugh, there, there, there's that fear that is going to happen. Oh, oh by the way, yeah. Nick Stauskas is on this team as well, another Kings legend. No way. Nick Stauskas is in that team? Jeez, there are... Five points, one three, plus 13. Doing something, right? <laughs> man, I haven't seen that guy in a while, man. By the way, Mario Chalmers is back on the Heat, so that's another incredible <laughs> thing. What is going on? Everyone's getting, everyone's getting COVID. They need players. Oh my gosh. Jeez, who else are they gonna bring back? <laughs> no, I don't know, but like I mean Greg Monroe like lit up the Celtics last like uh what is it a few days ago, like it's just first game in like three years. Like everybody's making a return. Like there was even jokes like saying Dwayne Wade might retire or come out of retirement <laughs> right now, like for uh... a team. Like, yeah. it's getting it's getting bad out there but you know shout out to Kyle Guy shout out to Nick Stauskas shout out to Mario Chalmers like I mean like I just hope I just hope like you know they don't light us up by the way their injury report is brutal like 
That is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 guys that, is, that are out either due to injury or COVID. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> yeah, that that's almost double as uh, as much as we had, but they're still out. This is so. This is actually pretty funny. Remember Chris Silva, how he was traded to us? Oh yeah, is he's he back. back? He, he's back on the Heat now. Oh my gosh, jeez, yeah, they're man, they're bringing people. It's like blast from the past. So here's the thing about the about the Heat. They, I mean, they have a, a lot. They still have their guys for the most part. Like I know, I know Bam Adebayo is out, but like Jimmy Butler, uh, Caleb Martin. I don't know if this one's coded. Caleb Martin, um, Kyle Lowry, and Tyler Hero. They still got guys. It's not like this is like really gonna hamper them. So oh, it's not gonna be easy game by any means. Like let, let's not get it twisted. Don't get excited that that they have so many guys out. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. We shall see. And Oh, yeah, it's still at Golden 1, huh? Yeah, again, we're not leaving the state of California until the 6th. So huh, okay. We'll I think that'll be our second to last game here. There's going to be one more game, and I believe it was against a pretty tough opponent, I remember right, before we leave out on our, our trip. Let's see. So it's Miami against the Lakers and Atlanta before we head out to Denver. Ah, I see. Hmm. Hopefully we get a good road trip, I guess. I don't know. How hard is our road trip then? Does that matter? Like, come, like, come on. <laughs> like, remember, remember last time we said we should have gone 4-0? Yeah, no. <sighs> yeah. So, uh, okay, well, well, on that somewhat somber note, let's just brighten up the uh, mood just a teeny bit. You know, it is New Year's or New Year's Eve specifically. So, you know, quickly, you know, let, let's brighten the mood a little bit by t- talking about some New Year's resolutions. Uh, here, uh, here, I'll, I'll start. Um, so for my personal um, New Year's resolution, uh, I would actually like to go out a little bit more. I know COVID's still out there, but like, you know, it's been stuck in home like for a while. And even before that, I never really went out. But your boys are racking up some vacation hours. So time to use a few of them go i'm i want to go out like hiking possibly travel i don't i don't know about traveling yet but i do want to go out on a go out on a few more hikes just be outdoors a little bit more it's it's been it's been rough get being cooped inside and lord knows what it's done to my mentality like i i mean i probably would tell you that i'm doing okay but you know people who do say that like there's there's a mental damage in there somewhere and i i do feel like i've been cooped up enough to say that it's probably not i'm probably not in the greatest uh mental state of mind so what i would love to go out a little bit more go on more hikes go more outdoors go try try new shit you know yeah and you know i guess for mine i would say i want to lose some weight yeah and you know i hear that i guess i'm about to come to calfit soon i don't know well, i'm gonna have to see about a specific someone you know yeah well well, well yeah um you know just just so i will i will not to shit on your parade but i've had so many people say that to me and they uh, last about a month maybe I so know. you know you know what wait what what people should really wish wish for when they say i'm gonna go to the gym and lose weight is that i'm gonna stick to a plan and you got you got to be able to do that so you know so you know like ho- hopefully you do find some success with that and uh yeah uh, anything else huh. 
Not that I could think of, unless there's any, you know, news within the NBA that we have heard. Not that I know, to be honest. So, yeah, I just like, man, I, I you know, I'm just thinking back, like, I just pimp slapped your hope right out of, right out of <laughs> I know. I'm like... this, this is like the boondocks episode. We're not going to say the words because we can't uh, but like remember that remember when uncle ruckus was talking about his past and how his his dad like beat like uh, basically beat him the yeah. final scene was basically him saying what what you try to do trying to be shit <laughs> that i that's what i basically just <laughs> I know. so you know what you know what we're, we're gonna go a little naruto um naruto reference here you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go itachi on you you know it's <clears throat> I, oh, I, uh, I'm blanking on the words right now, but basically use your hatred and spite me and become stronger because of it. I, I don't remember the entire speech he did, but something along those lines. You know what? Hate. You know what? Try and prove me wrong. Okay. <laughs> I guess we shall see. Now I just put now I just put pressure on you. I know. Pressure and uh, what do I call it? Oh no! <laughs> you know what? Oh, Some people else? thrive in pressure. Like Jerry West has an incredible quote about uh, about Harrison Barnes and Clay Thompson. So like Clay Thompson, Jerry West was very happy to to give a max to basically give an extension to Harrison Barnes. He did not want to give an extension to, and basically just said, "Oh, you want twenty million? Bye." Basically. <laughs> but and the reason why is because he said that Harrison. Her- it wasn't so much a dig at Harrison Barnes, but it was more of praising Clay. The reason why he liked Clay so much was because he was a man who thrived in chaos and was had that killer mentality, killer instinct. Mm. And some people just have it, and some people don't. Well, I see. And I have no idea where to go off of that, from, to be honest. You know, some, as I said, some people have it, some people don't. And, you know, like, hope, hope, you know, again, hopefully you do, you do, you are able to, you know, lose some weight this upcoming, uh, this upcoming year, because uh, the pandemic has not been kind to a lot of people. Like I, I was, I guess, fortunate enough to be one of those people that was able to get to get a workout regimen and not gain too much weight. But I know a lot of people have struggled with it. And, you know, like I've actually gone, gone back to the gym a lot more now. And, you know, I honestly, I don't think I've gotten in more shape since, to be honest. <laughs> yeah i mean when i get it i guess we shall go more yeah and you know it's it's a lot about eating too like you, you gotta you gotta be able to control your diet like it, and it's been brutal like i've been snacking yeah. so much while at home it, it's i the, the only solution is to not have snacks but like then i go on a go on a bit of a temper tantrum so it's tough. Well, you know, both of us probably need to lose a little bit more weight. I'm hovering. I'm hovering more, more over what I'm what I would like to be. Yeah, and I'm probably not gonna say mine either. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so one last thing before we go: New Year's resolution for the Kings. Oh, are you asking me or? Are yes, we... I am asking you. Well, I'm hoping more wins, and definitely, I don't know. New Year's resolution, I would say we definitely do need trades at this point. No question. Like, I, just something to happen with the team for sure. I don't think a mentality change will make a difference, to be honest, but something uh, changes within the players and also, yeah, 
I can't say wins because that's not really a resolution, to be honest. I guess do you, the. Do you have a specific target for your trade? Well, sorry to cut you off, but do you have a specific target that you want? It's tough. Uh, people are saying maybe go for Pacers, and other people say go for uh, Philly. So I might, I might have to lean towards Philly right now. So I'll, I'll say this: like, it's, it's not so much I even want anyone, but please just trade buddy away for the sake of alvin and doug if that's the case just to not play him i'm so tired of it like just they like they say he provides spacing i get it to a certain degree he's a guy that opens up the floor a little bit but he does so much other things that just make me go absolute bonkers and for the love of god just trade him for something he has value across the league you just have to find it but you know just the just the um just for Buddy to be gone. And Marvin, I'm actually being talked more. I'm, I'm just watching him play. He's got something. And I, yeah. I hope I hope it works out. I don't think it will in SAC anymore. Just because, mm-hmm. like, I think that bridge has been burned. But, like, he's got something. Yeah. And, like, if you just let if you just let this play out, I think you can actually, like, you can find a role for him. You know? Yeah, I thought we could see. Uh, maybe, yeah, as a backup. Or maybe in another team, who knows? But yeah, he's starting to get that uh, what you call reverse layup down, and uh, also, uh, I mean, who am I kidding? I I don't really like his um, post moves, to be honest. He, he does. I mean, as long as he doesn't try to do too much, is the thing. And like, he's been really good about staying in his role. Like, he <laughs> just does. Like, he still needs to like develop post moves. But like, again, there there's a lot to be liked there. He's got like really good touch for a big man, and you know, he's a mobile guy. Is I, of course, I'm not I'm not saying he's this, but like, he he's very he plays like Zion in a way, but he's not you know the absolute you know gravity bender like destroyer of worlds that uh zion is but like he he plays kind of like that and it's just that they have a both him and zion just haven't really learned to play basketball is what i like to call it like they don't they don't really like know how to be efficient with their moves they just go to the rim and just power through and you know He's still trying to learn the game, and he's definitely making, actually making progress now. So I'm, I'm actually excited to see where he kind, where he kind of ends up. But like, I feel like there is a place for him on this team now, and that would be one of my resolutions. Make one of my New Year's, maybe find a, find a way to fit Marvin back into the team, I guess. And just, buddy, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Ironically, I, I not too long ago I also bought a buddy shirt because the one's on sale. But like, I'm I'm st- I'm still done. That that shirt doesn't change anything. Yeah, I actually don't think I have a buddy shirt. I think I only have a Bagley and Fox shirt so far. Yeah, and uh, one one more thing about the Philly thing. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think we're gonna get Ben Simmons. Like, especially if you're gonna center it around Fox. I just like Tyrese Maxey is so good. I don't see a reason they should trade for Fox, to mm-hmm. be honest. Like Tyrese Maxey, like functionally, like at, at least like going to the rim does about want to say 70, 80 percent like of what uh, Fox can do. At but at the same time, Maxey can shoot, and De'Aaron Fox just cannot right now. Yeah. So I just don't see a reason why they would give a Maxey or like you know get that. Basically, they play the same role in a way if you think about it, and. Right now, like, if that's going to be your package to Simmons, 
for Simmons, I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel they're going to get outbid by another team. And, you know, again, like the Portland situation is going absolute haywire. Um, Dame very much could be available at the trade deadline. Mm. Well, I guess we shall see because it feels like actually, let's see, when is the deadline? Middle of next month? Yeah, well, middle of February, yeah. February, oh shoot. <laughs> it's not even next month yet. Yeah, because I was about to say, yeah, I was about to say, like, yeah, probably around next month, like the middle of February. I don't know the exact date, but, you know, that's what I believe six more weeks um, is basically the timeline. All right. Just going to rub my hands and see what happens. And hopefully stuff does happen. And honestly, Monty, do please do something. Just something. Please, like it's, it's 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 been rough. Like, please give us some hope. Yes, please. Just a little extra thing. I did, I just felt this had to. We we can't miss this one. But, uh, Alvin Gentry after the game was quoted out quoted as saying, "If anybody needs me, I'll be at home drinking after the game." Uh-huh. <laughs> it's absolutely wonderful quote. And I, I'm starting to love Alvin more and more. I don't care if he. Did, I don't want him to get fired, of course, like, and like, even if he, like, I'm not the biggest fan of his coaching, to be honest, but honestly, I don't want him to get fired just so he can get more quotes. That's pretty amazing. (laughs) Yeah, and perfect time, because it is New Year's Eve, which, you know, a lot of alcohol is indulged. Also, quickly, to kind of just uh, quickly bring it up, apparently uh, Metsu and Harkless uh, exchanged words late in the fourth quarter on the bench. Heated, uh, well, the word heated isn't even on here, but words were exchanged and Harkless left the bench because of it. So, yeah, it looks like there's another flare-up and it could be for better, it could be for worse, but like I feel like, the, you know, both of these guys are grown men. And again, we need that fiery leader that tells everyone what to do, but... Honestly, like, Metsu would be one of the last guys I would probably go at, but those 13 shots, like, maybe it was something about that. If it, was, if it is about that, I can get with it, but, like, there is way more blame to go around. Maybe someone needs to talk more to De'Aaron even. Like, you, you need to be better, in my opinion, but, like, that did happen. Um, so, yeah, Metsu and um, Harkless had a bit of an altercation. Yeah, most definitely, I wish Mo would do this almost pretty much all the games that we had so far that uh were pretty terrible but yeah it, it's not just met too for sure and it's it's gotta be pretty much half the team to be honest okay uh everyone have a great new year hopefully you guys have you know obtainable uh new year's resolutions and everybody just have a great 2022 yeah well everyone have a happy new year's and we'll see you guys next year Uh Uh-huh.